You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. Welcome to Changing Lives. As we are changing lives with the Word of God, this is episode 24, and I am delighted to come to you once again to share a word with you coming out of the Word of God. It is the Word of God that changes our lives, that is quick and it's powerful, and we thank God for it. And so today, what I want to share with you is how to press through the stress. And everything that we need is in the Word of God. And and some of you are going to be familiar with this scripture, but allow this particular word to get in your spirit because we have stress coming from every angle, you know. And and so as I share with you, I'm going to have uh, some practical uh, points that come directly from out of the Word of God um, that's going to set you free. And so um, so let me just start out by reading the scripture from out of Philippians, the third chapter, starting at the 13th verse. And this is King James Version. And it says, brethren, this is Paul talking to the brethren. He says, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And then it goes on to say in the latter verses, let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if anything be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. And so in that scripture, I mean, we've heard this scripture time and time and time again, but it's so, so powerful because in the scripture, Paul gives us some ingredients to be able to press through the stress. And if you know anything about Paul's life, you know he went through a whole lot. Now, of course, if we remember his testimony, he started out persecuting the church with a vengeance. And he met Jesus on the road to Damascus and had an experience with God that turned his life totally around where he went from persecuting the church with passion and with zeal and with vengeance to serving God, loving God and witnessing and and declaring the good news of the gospel with just as much passion and zeal and fervency. And you know, because of that, he suffered a whole lot of difficulties, persecution. Um, he was in prison, put in prison many, many times for his his walk with God, his stand for God, and um, and, and and he had many that came against him. He 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 was shipwrecked. He um, you know, had, had was you know. Even in that, when he was shipwrecked, he was bitten by a snake and had all kinds of things to come against his body. Um, but he pressed his way through for the prize of the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. And so that's what we want to do. We have all kinds of things that we come up against in life. And certainly during these days and times, there's a whole lot that's going on. And we pretty much have been dealing with this pandemic for a couple of months now. And, um, 
And we need to have the ingredients that Paul has to continue to press. And, you know, the word talks about not growing weary in well-doing. And we as Christians, we know that the word of God uh, buffers us and, 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 and empowers us to be able to fight the good fight of faith. But sometimes the body, the mind, the, 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 the soulish part of us can get worn down when, when we're constantly in this place of being stressed with this coming our way and that coming our way. Um, but I want to tell you doing this podcast that you have within you the ability to press through the stress. Amen. And so as we go and get into the word, we're going to start out by this one component that just encapsulates all the other points that I'm going to share with you. And Paul uh, starts out by saying, he says, I, you know, I don't have it all together. That's what he's saying. He's, you know, I'm thinking that he's reflecting on his, 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 his education, his political stance, his position that he had in the church, all these things that he was able to accomplish. Um, and even, you know, after giving his life to the Lord, I mean, I mean, I mean, of course, we look in the at the Bible itself how he wrote most of the New Testament. Um, he 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 witnessed to countless numbers of people, um, and just had a far greater reach of people than most people in the Bible. And um, but even after all his accomplishments, Paul he recognized. He said, "I don't count myself to have obtained everything that I really need to obtain," and um, and so he was humble in that and that he recognized that I still got a whole, a, a, a lot that I need to get from God. And so he had this resolve in his spirit to say, you know, this one thing that I do, you know, there's, there's many things that I can continue to accomplish and obtain, but this, this is my one thing that I'm going to do. And when you look at that, this one thing that he said that he will do, it encapsulates having that pursuit, that passion that he was known for when he was persecuting the church. And then that, that same passion being turned into a passion for God and um, a determination, a hunger, a thirst, a drive. And um, another way of looking at that, him saying this one thing I do is he, him having a one compelling focus. Okay. Um, and, and, and you can have so many different things going on, so many things that you want to obtain, but Paul had this one focus because he knew if he met, got the prize, he would get everything else. And so his focus was on obtaining the prize of having a deeper uh, relationship with God, um, uh, uh, being deeper in his calling with God and the assignment that he had on his life. So he said this one thing, and then as he said, this one thing I do, he goes on to say multiple things that are encapsulated in that one thing that he says that he does. And so that lets me know that as I begin to share these particular key points that are the ingredients of focus, that are the ingredients of being determined, that are the ingredients of pursuing, um, you will see um, that you'll be able to to, to push past, to press past the stress that's in your life. Now, w when we look at 
stress. There's good stress and there's bad stress. And and the good stress is that type of stress that really puts fire behind you, you know, to, to get you up and going and doing something, you know, because the Word of God talks about how we ought to always be abounding uh, in the work of the Lord. Um, and He talks about in the Word of God how we are to grow from faith to faith and from glory to glory. And so, but when we have different things that come our way, um, you know, um, the enemy can work against us to to paralyze us by fear, um, to to slow us down, to get us uh, to be uh, uh, apathetic, where we're not really doing anything, where we're not um, uh, we don't have a passion or compassion for anything that that causes us to move forward. But when we have that good stress, it's that type of stress that gets us. Um, gets us up and going and moving. It's it's that good stress that 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 causes us to to want to get up out of bed in the morning and get moving. Okay, and so so we want a good balance of the right type of stress that that type of stress that that pushes us, that nudges us, that encourages us to move forward. But then the enemy, of course, he always comes with the opposite side, the the other end of the spectrum. Um, the worst end um, of the deal. He always tries to flip the script of what God uses to cause us to propel and to move forward. So he comes with the bad kind of stress, the kind of stress that will weigh you down, the kind of stress that will have you where your mind, you're, you're overwhelmed in your mind and you can't think straight, the kind of stress that will press you down so much that it will leave way for the door uh, to be open for depression and oppression. And so, um, and so we know that, that, that it's been all kinds of things, fear, fear of sickness, fear of death, fear of violence, all kinds of things that are coming our way that we're stressed out, uh, that we can be stressed out about. We can be stressed out about our health. We can be stressed out about our livelihood. We can be stressed out about, um, you know, um, our marriages. We can be stressed out about our relationships, stressed out, out about um, uh, maybe an assignment that we may have been given on our job that we may not feel like that we have the capability to fulfill that assignment in a way that would bring um, a, 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 a pleasure or, or, or for someone to be happy and to be glad uh, about uh, releasing that assignment to us. Um, but, but, we have to be aware of the enemy's devices and stress is a main device of the enemy. So he wants to stress us out. That kind of stress that keeps you from going to bed at night, that keeps you from, from sleeping where you may get in the bed and you may lay down and, and do all those things that, that may uh, uh, set you up for sleep, but you can't sleep because you're stressed out about the outcome of something or how things are going to turn out. And so, um, and so, you know, that's not God's desire, you know? And so we, we know that God wants us to be in peace. He wants us to be in joy. Um, and he wants us, uh, um, um, to, to be able to, to flow through this thing. You know, I'm reminded of the scripture in James one, where, um, it talks about counting it all joy when you fall into diverse types of temptation. Um, another way uh, of looking at it is temptation, um, or trials, trials and temptation is testing, is challenges, is things that could stress you out. 
You know, you, you're getting ready to take a test and it's a test. It's a big test. You know, maybe it's a test to to get some type of 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 of, of degree or license or something like that. And the enemy wants to stress you out by it. And um, but if you're able to gather yourself and put yourself in a position where you can press your way through the stress that the enemy's trying to put on you, then you can pass the test. But in the message version of James 1, one, starting at the second verse, it says, consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. In other words, when, when pressure comes, God has designed us that we are able to, to buffer pressure through our faith, through our faith in God. And that's why we should count it all joy because our faith is what takes us over the top every single time. Our faith is what kicks in and causes us to put the enemy in check and causes us to plow forward or to press forward for that mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And so, um, so Paul said, this one thing I do, And then he goes on to say this. The first thing he says is this, forgetting those things that are behind. Now, I know a lot of times we have, I mean, if you've been living in this earth, you've had times when you've had failure. Some of us have had small failures. Some of us have had big failure. We may have failed test. We may have failed in relationships and and uh, maybe in marriage. Maybe you've had a divorce. You may have failed in a number of different things. Maybe you've failed in your walk with God, you know, um, but um, the enemy wants to take those things that we have failed in, which are in our past, um, and cause them to be something that's always on the forefront of our mind. But this is one of the things that's encapsulated in that one thing that Paul said that he will do. This is one of the steps. He said, forgetting those things which are behind. And so when we have memory of the wrongdoing, if you think about the wrongdoing that Paul did, I mean, I mean, he he killed Christians, not just one, not just two, but many, many Christians. He oppressed them. He throwed them in prison. He 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 did all kinds of 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 horrific things with Christians. He persecuted the church of the living God. What a awful past that Paul had uh, in to deal with. And certainly, we know that the enemy, you know did everything that he could to keep Paul's past before him. But the the thing that he recognized that, that if he didn't forget what was behind him, there was no way that he could press forward. I often hear my husband, Bishop, Bishop Robertson, talk about the analogy that if you're driving in a car and, you know, in your car, you have different mirrors. You have your, your side mirrors and you have your, your mirror that's right in, 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 inside of, of, uh, of your car. And it's called the rear view mirror. And we know that you have the big window that you look through to drive, to, to know where you're driving and you move forward to or driving to. Um, but the, the rear view mirror is to get a quick view of what's behind you um, so that you can have an idea of, of, of what could be coming behind you or, um, you know, just to assess 
your surroundings. And um, and so your side mirrors serve the same purpose. But if you're constantly, if your mind and your eyes are focused on what's behind you, how can you see what's before you? I mean, I don't know about you, but I have to confess that there's been times when I may have looked somewhere else or looked behind me and I've almost run into a back of another car. Or, you know, sometimes what happens when we drive, we, we you know, if you're looking behind you or you're looking, uh, looking uh, another direction, you, um, you're, 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 where you're looking, you have a tendency to veer off towards, you know, and so unless you're looking straight ahead, then you're able to see, you know, because most roads aren't necessarily going to be straight, a straight way. Most roads are going to have curves and turns and things like that. So if you keep, if you take your eyes off what's before you and you're looking behind you, you're not going to be able to have foresight to see what's in front of you. And so, so you have to be able to, to get in that place where you can, forget those things that are, that are behind. Because if you don't, then that's where guilt comes in. That's where despair comes in. That's when um, you, 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 um, you, you, you're in that place where the enemy can also place fear on you. Because if you're constantly looking back at what you did in your past, then when you come up to another test that you may have failed in your past, you're going to have fear that you're going to, that there's a possibility that you're going to fail the test that's in your future. And we know that the enemy is a liar in that. And so the trouble that we have in, um, you know, forgetting those things that are behind us is that we have have to, um, to, 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 to really deal with those memories in our past and, and, and to be able to put them in its proper place. One of the biggest things that you have to do when you have things that are in your past is to learn from it. That's your greatest commodity for your past is to learn from your mistakes, is to learn from your failures, but not to stay in those things, not to constantly focus in on the past. If you're able to move forward, then you're able to forgive. You're able to forgive the others that may have done you wrong in your past. You're able to release people that are in your past. So the one ingredient, of the, one of the ingredients that goes into the one thing that I do is forgetting those things that are behind. The second thing that Paul talks about is reaching forth unto those things which are before. Just like I talk about that, that example of you're driving, you really, that's what, what you're doing is you're reaching. You're, you're reaching forward for those things that are before you. You know, and 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 when you think about that reaching, um, I'm always, I'm here lately, I've been hearing that word uh intentional. Intentional is when you're led to, to, to move forward towards something, where you intend to go get to a certain destination, where you intend to, 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 to do something on purpose. And, and that's what reaching is. When you reach for something, when you go to reach for something that's before you, you your purpose is I'm going to get what's before me. And so, um, and so, and that's what Paul is telling us to do. He's telling us to, you know, as you forget what's behind you, now you have to reach for what's before you. You have to do it on purpose. You have to think about what you're going to reach for. Okay, just like, you know, I have this mug uh, uh, before me. I have it before me, but I have to intentionally think, oh, I need to pick up that mug. I'm going to reach for this mug in order to pick it up to get the benefits that I need from drinking the water. 
precept and example. Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so reaching forth for those things. And so just as Paul, he, you know, he, 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 you know, he, he wasn't stuck on his past. He wasn't moping in the past. Oh, I did this or I failed God. And I, you know, I didn't do this right. And I didn't do that right. No, he was reaching for those souls. He was reaching to preach the gospel to the next city. He, one city didn't receive him. He dust the, 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 the dust off his feet and he went on to the next city. He was with other disciples. He was with, you know, and so he did different things with other disciples. He was with Barnabas and he went from city to city, you know, and he was determined. Okay, well, they didn't receive me here. I'm going to go to this city and I'm going to reach for the mark of the prize of the high calling. Amen. And the other thing is this, and this is a part of pressing through the pressing through the stress. All again, all again, this is this is wrapped up into the one thing that I do. I mean, there's three things that he tells us. And so that third thing is he says, I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. And that press is this. When you have a press, um, you know, that means that you're going to have opposition. You're going to have things that are going to come your way. You know, it's, you know, I, I often hear it say anything worth getting, it's going to cost you something. It's not going to be easy peasy all the time. And that's why God let us know in his word. In this word, you're going to have tribulation. You're going to have trials. You're going to have testing. You're going to have things that's going to press you, but you push back, okay? And, and, and press your way through that. And so as we press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus, that 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 is that part of persevering when you don't feel like when you don't feel like getting up in the morning and 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 going for a walk or getting on that treadmill or you know you push past it you you tell yourself no you, I'm going to do this you know when you when 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 your emotions and and when your feelings and you don't feel like telling somebody I'm sorry but yet you know in your heart that the, that the right thing to do is to ask for forgiveness. So what do you do? You press towards that mark because when you're pressing towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus, it's drawing you closer to God. It's not just you with your Bible and you praying to God and you drawing closer to God. No, we draw closer to God when we forgive people. We draw closer to God when he tells us to do something and we do it. We draw closer to God when there are components and elements in our lives that that make us better, that causes us to be good stewards over our lives, over our finances, over our body, over our relationship. When we press in towards those things that make for a better marriage, a better relationship, a better um, being, being a better steward with our finances, when we press towards it, when we want to spend that money for that instant gratification, but we press our way past that, that desire to want to have that instant gratification and we do what we need to do to be disciplined in our finances, that's pressing. That's pressing through the stress, the stress of, you know, well, I just want to just, you know, go buy this and do this, you know, and, so, and then we suffer the consequences later. And so what a lesson that we can learn from Paul to be able to 
press through the stress, okay? And so you have to get this resolved just like Paul had. No matter what has gone on in your past, no matter what failures you've had, no matter what tests you failed, no matter, you may have disappointed some people. You may have disappointed yourself. You may have sinned in your life even right now. But if you go before God and you repent before him, guess what? It now is your past. And guess what God does to our past? He forgets those things. When we come before him, we ask him for forgiveness. He throws our sins into the sea of forgetfulness. So if our heavenly father, the one who brings judgment, the one who has the ability to bring mercy, the one who has the ability to give us grace and what we need, if he takes our sin, if he takes our failures and throws them into the sea of forgiveness, forgetfulness, how much more should we do that? So when we when we release that, now we're able to reach and we're able to press. So I say to you, do this, be determined with this one thing as it relates to the stress that may be going on in your life. Be determined to do this one thing. And that is forgetting those things that are behind, reaching forward for those things that are before and pressing for the prize of the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. I pray this being the blessing to you. Hallelujah. Press through the stress in Jesus' name. God bless you. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org. And follow us on Instagram at Mount Gilead FGIM.